Welcome to Secrets from the Saddle podcast. I'm Sylvie Daou, your host, fellow cyclist, bike club founder, cycling coach, bike race junkie, just truly super passionate about cycling. My journey with cycling started 20 years ago when I opened a spin studio, started a women's race team, and founded a women's only cycling club called Cycle Fit Chicks. I'm super thrilled to reveal all aspects that make the world of cycling operate. I'm so excited to be able to bring you interesting people from around the world, pro cyclists, recreational cyclists, coaches, event organizers, bike shop owners, everything and everyone you need to know or ever wondered about when it comes to cycling. I know you'll enjoy this episode. All right, welcome back for another episode of Secrets from Saddle, All Things Cycling Podcast with your host, Sylvie Dew. And yeah, this is just me today. And um, I, you know... I know you guys have been noticing that there's a lull in the podcast because I used to be like full on three times a week and that was uh, attainable for two years until I got a job and then it wasn't attainable and then just sort of life and um, you know the podcast has reached over 300,000 people with episodes but I realized that um, I want to take this and get it back up and running full steam. And I know that's been kind of a lull. And um, so yeah, so so that's just what I'm in here today to talk and, you know, just chat about stuff, uh, what's been going on with me. um, And uh, everything seemed to happen at the beginning of the season, you know, when um, I went to Unbound and then I came back and did the Ride to Conquer Cancer. Um, I put those, uh, episodes up for the race reviews and, you know, just been really reflecting a lot on those, um, over the last couple months. And then, um, I'm trying to get up my race report for my event as an event organizer, did, uh, first woman's only, uh, gravel race here in Wakefield. And it was amazing. Um, yeah, had such great reviews. So stoked about building it into something bigger and better. As I mentioned, I'm totally motivated to be doing a uh, women's uh, or cycling or gravel festival here, just like in the States. Why not? Right. Um, So would it also be totally crazy that I have my 2024 calendar already? (laughs) Yeah, it's funny. I just wrote it up. And uh, now it's time to start thinking about what I'm going to be doing for training and the whole training program that I had online this year. What's it going to look like? How is it going to reflect our um, uh, goals for the winter and what what I want to achieve through the winter, what my potential clients want to achieve through the winter? How is it going to look? So The funny thing is, is that um, one of the things this summer is uh, because I haven't been, um, I haven't been strength training in almost a year and it's starting to show. 
won't lie, things are getting a little tight, muscles are starting to disappear that I once had. So I actually joined a gym. And I'm super stoked about it. Like, I didn't think getting back into the gym for me would be a reality because I just I stepped away from the gym about five years ago, I started training at home with all my equipment. But I just honestly have just lost motivation to do stuff here at home. And I've been starting to crave like just lifting weights, like doing leg squats in a uh, a cage, doing leg presses mostly. I've been really missing the leg press machine. Um, and just uh, not necessarily getting out within like being out in the gym because there's other people around, but just the gym atmosphere, the equipment, things of that nature. And um, so I joined Anytime Fitness. And if anybody wants a recommendation, um, you can use me as a referral. And uh, just an FYI, there's referral bonuses for referring your friends to Anytime Fitness. It's totally worth it. Um, so yeah, so uh, Anytime Fitness, and it's really, it's Anytime uh, which I like. So you get a key fob. The All the fees are pretty realistic because, you know, like you come in with one fee and they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, you got this fee and that fee. You got to pay for the key fob. And you got to pay for a yearly da da da. I'm like, okay, <laughs> really? But anyways, it was totally realist, real, um, real, uh, it was totally doable and not over the top expensive. Uh, plus, they have multiple locations all over Gatineau. And um, so, you know, what I did as a mom, it, I started to fit it in. So I was like, okay, my son trains for football. He's 11 years old. He trains for football twice a week. And I like to kind of go out and watch him, but I don't want to watch for two hours. You know what I'm saying? So I knew that there is an Anytime Fitness location not very far from the field that he trains at. So it's like, you know what? What if I were to bike to my gym, work out for half an hour, 45 minutes, and then bike to football, watch him for about an hour, or 45 minutes, connect with the other moms, because that was another thing that I kind of wanted to do is like, just get to know the other moms on the team, and start building a cohesive parent group, you know, because along with the kids, uh, being cohesive and working as a team, I think it's super important for that the parents are like that too. But I'm not ready to sit there for two hours and waste that time. Um, just watching my son and gabbing, to be honest. So I was like, okay, how can I um, optimize at least half of that time and go do something for me and then come back and network? So that's what I did. And that's what I'm doing. And that's basically when I get out to uh, work out is Tuesdays, uh, Thursdays, and uh, one other day of the week. So it's just started. So I'm feeling myself out as to where it's realistic for me um, because there's lots of other things going on. I still have my evening coaching with my one-on-one -on -one clients, but parents, men and women, if you guys are listening um, and you're wondering how you can fit it all in, you can fit it all in. You know, if you got kids, um, 
fit it in. Like you don't have to sit there and watch your kids from the start to finish. You don't. Like <clears throat> literally they probably prefer that you don't watch them. And so would the coaches. So go do something for yourself. Go for a bike ride. Go for a walk. Um, go join a gym. Um, organize something that correlates at the same time so that you're not, you know, wasting that precious time for you. Anywho, so that's what I'm doing. And uh, if, if that helped you maybe get motivated to get yourself moving in the direction for you, I'd love to hear it. Um, always looking for any comments on the YouTube channel um, or under the, uh, I think it's uh, referrals or not referrals, but you can write reviews or testimonials on um, your uh, podcast platforms so you can put questions there too um and um i haven't and that's where i can go and find them but i prefer youtube or the uh instagram now so so i'm in the gym the other day and i just like came i was just overwhelmed with like oh my god like motivation to really put a lot of work into strength training for cycling and as you know through all like through the other episodes that I've talked about how important strength training is it can be one of the key factors that are going to get you to the next fitness level improve your performance whatever that looks like you know some people are just like I don't want to be fast yeah but don't you want to get just a little bit better and strength training doesn't only work for your cycling performance but as women as we age we need it to keep our muscles strong would you not agree like so cycling cardio is great but cardio does not build muscle okay like true muscle and we need a lot of upper body muscle core muscle to um, reduce fatigue on the bike right and be able to power up those hills um it doesn't come from just uh intervals it comes from strength training so i just oh it was overcome with like emotion of like oh my god this feels so good um and i'm just so motivated to uh go back next year and do like a better showing at you know unbound like honestly I could have finished that course um but I didn't and uh <laughs> you know as much as you think about it you might as well just thought think but, but I'm gonna go back um for one last hurrah and uh and the motivation I'm gonna do the five the 350 miles and because it's just it's just in my wheelhouse I don't want to be fighting for position within like 2,000 people on a start line. It's just not what I want to do. I like to be the solo rider. And so so I'm going to be doing another road trip like I did last year. And I'm just starting to think about how I can incorporate my family into there where it doesn't, um, you know, interfere with what I'm doing. You know, because that's that's kind of like it's great to have family around for big events like that. But really, you want to I like to stay in the zone. And um, but I also like to share 
with my family what I'm doing. So I'm starting to think about uh, how can we do this um, and have the family like join me, say right after, like fly into Kansas City and then we can go camping uh, like what I did um, uh, like on my way back to Toronto. And they can go visit family while I'm doing the Ride to Conquer Cancer because um, I did think about dropping that. But honestly, I really am starting to enjoy the charitable side of events and fundraising for cancer. Like my mom had breast cancer. Um, we all have somebody who has passed because of cancer. I'm pretty sure, or have known someone, right? I don't think that there's anybody that's not touched by cancer. And so what I love about Ride to Conquer Cancer is that it's local. Um, Princess Margaret is one of the leading cancer, well, one of the top five leading cancer research centers in the world. It's local. And so all the money goes right there. Um, and that's a big motivator. And also working within a big organization. Where, where are you going? I'm not leaving now. We're visiting like a few minutes. Oh, are you going shopping? No. <laughs> oh, well, I want to go shopping later on in the week. But anyways, so so it's my daughter. Say hi, Katia. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> She's my little paddling girl. So they're going shopping. Um, so, so yeah. Uh, so the, the charitable side and plus also being on a corporate group was super exciting this year. Um, and, you know, if you're listening and you'd like to join, you have to reach out to me because um, <clears throat> there is a, a fundraising component. So you have to raise, fundraise a certain amount and you can start in the fall. So it doesn't seem daunting. You got like six months to raise, you know, your portion is just $2,500. And it's totally doable. So, and you you, want, you can join me, join um, Scotiabank team. The cool thing is that you're with a big team. Um, they also have a corporate tent. Like you get lots of perks for joining a corporate team. So if you're interested and you're listening to this, um, reach out to me, reach out to me and we'll stay connected until the time, uh, um, starts where the new teams are created for 2024, where the new profiles are starting and, um, for the ride to conquer cancer so you get your profile your account and then with that you join the team and then you start fundraising so um you know i didn't organize anything last year and i'm not sure if i have time but uh starting early is always super beneficial so that's kind of one of the other things and here's i found this event and it just sort of popped up on facebook because it happened last week and i never i was I kind of heard of it, but I was like, oh, I don't know. Don't really know. Nobody really knows what it is. But it's another uh, long endurance gravel challenge, backpacking challenge. So it's called Gravel Backpacking Challenge, just like that. Uh, the GBC 500. So it's 500 kilometers. And the beautiful thing about it is it's in Quebec around Magog. So Memphis, Magog, Eastern Townships, 
Um, grew up, I did a lot of cycling there, a lot of mountain, um, uh, downhill skiing, racing in that section. It's super hilly, but it's super beautiful. And that just happened last weekend. <coughs> so, um, so that finished up my calendar, I think, for next year. Um, and, uh, and the thing is, it's local, so I don't have to travel very far. It's like three hours away. And there is a 250-kilometer option, and you can do it solo or in a team. So that's my lineup. You want to hear my lineup for next year? So it's Barry Roubaix in April, Unbound in June, Ride to Conquer Cancer in June, uh, my Wakefield Gravel Women's Race, July 7th, uh, and the Gravel Backpacking Challenge in August. Yeah. And probably Halliburton, something in the fall. I'm going to put something in the fall, but I feel that that's kind of spaced out. And uh, like I said, I'm going to try and figure out something as to how I can get my family down to Kansas after the event um, and do some camping out there. But like for this year, um, our family, we're going to Australia for six weeks, Australia and New Zealand over Christmas. So that is the big, big money burner, right? <laughs> so I can't really think about anything too big besides that. Um, and, uh, but that's almost booked right now, which is good. We're going to see family as well. Uh, and that's one of the, our motivations to go to Australia was we're going to see uh, my husband's sister who lives there and she's got kids. So the kids are going to see the, the cousins and it's going to be so much fun. But but back to training. So it's just like what I know now about long endurance and um, how I can get better at it. And the one thing is, is, is that I'm not like super obsessed about doing long, long distances because literally I don't have time. Um, and a lot of us are in that situation. So how do we, how do we effectively do that and train and be able to get into long endurance? I'm not saying any of you even remotely interested in doing that, but I find that, um, it's really more about mindset. And can you endure pain? A lot of pain, a lot of solo uh, moments where you're by yourself. Um, sorry, I'm super thirsty. But how can you get through that? Like even if you're coming out and you're starting your first event and it's like 50 kilometers. <coughs> 50 kilometers to you is like 500 to me. And it's all the same. How are you going to train for that? How are you going to make get yourself prepared physically, first and foremost, then mentally? Um, for me, I find the most, the best way is to be just uber prepared, like with gear. Like just make sure everything is prepared for the event, like your bike, your gear, like you're not running around trying to find everything like you start like a literally a month ahead of time getting stuff together if that's what you need and i find that doing that 
you just enter these events less stressed and really ready to perform and just ride your bike over like leaving everything to the last minute and trying to locate stuff. Um, so, you know, I, I look at some friends who have back-to-back things, like they're just pushing themselves way beyond what they're capable of. Um, plus, let's say plus, plus family, plus business, plus work. And another thing is I'm looking for a job. Yeah, I'm looking for a nine to fiver corporate job um, and uh, for September. So that that there is uh, just one of the things that's motivating me to move forward to um, need the money. I won't lie. Uh, I left my serving job. Uh, because of various reasons. Well, one, uh, I was there for a year, and I'm like, okay, I just need to move on. Another one, there's a lot of mental abuse, like verbal abuse in that job um, that I wasn't obviously okay with. I have pretty thick skin, but, you know, over time, you decide that uh, you your self-worth is way more and way more important than a listening to this person scream at you. Um, just, you know, in, in a hotel environment, there's a lot of moving hotel restaurant. There's a lot of moving pieces. And, um, yeah, so in the hotel restaurant business, there's a lot of moving parts. Like you have the night staff, the day staff, um, you have housekeeping, you have um, maintenance guys, you have uh, the whole kitchen staff, um, you have people working on uh, weddings. So there's a lot of movie. And the thing is that not everybody is working in as a team. And that's the unfortunate part because we are a team. Everybody's a teammate because what I do affects the next one, affects the next person, and what they do affects me. And so when you have one group who thinks that they're better than everybody else and that they can treat everybody else in a different way, then you get unbalanced and unease. And um, it's unfortunate because you have one person who is a leader and she and you know and then everybody leads by example like follows the leader right and so if she's toxic then everybody else is really like toxic because they just give it right down the whole line and so i just decided that i didn't need that anymore i mean serving literally you can make 45,000 to 60,000 a year that's a pretty good job if you want to do like work daytime uh, corporate events and things like that, no joke. It's a no-brainer job. You can make lots of money. Um, like last fall, I made $15,000 in like three months. You know, that's pretty good. That was a lot of money. That was a lot of work. <coughs> but work brings money. Um so yeah, so that's kind of where I am right now. Um, making shifts, making changes, looking at next year, thinking about um, 
what I'm going to do, how I'm going to um, plan uh, my training, my coaching, uh, opening that up for new clients, uh, starting to take registrations for the winter program. What's that going to look like? Uh, you know, what are, and you know, yeah, that's that. That's what I'm doing right now. Um, and it's exciting and it's scary and, um, yeah. So that's, just had to share that with you guys. Um, and yeah, I'd love to know what, uh, what you're thinking. I know you, you might not be finished your season, but I'm pretty sure you're looking to next year. What can you do? What can you add to the schedule? How are you going to train? Uh, what's that going to look like? What's your training going to look like to get you to your final goals? Uh, all those fun things. Um, so yeah, please share them with me on YouTube. Um, like I said, or Instagram, the Secrets of the Saddle podcast. And uh, let's cheer each other on. So with that, have an amazing day, everybody. And um, and uh, yeah, so share, share, share. Let's uh, see if we can help each other out. And uh, don't forget to follow and subscribe to the uh, YouTube channel so you don't miss another episode. I've got some really awesome episodes coming down the pipeline. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, maybe see you online. Take care. Have an amazing day. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much for spending this time with me on the Secrets from the Saddle podcast. Learning more about sighting people, places, and things that make cycling such an exciting sport. I am so glad you stopped by today. Please leave me a review if you feel so moved to do so. I would love to hear your feedback. And if you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would enjoy it, I would be forever grateful. Also, if you could please leave me a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving me an honest thought and an honest comment telling me what you think, and most importantly, tell me what you'd like to hear more of. It would really help me to bring more great, inspiring cycling stories to you. Until then, have an amazing day. Make sure you ride your bike. And don't forget to visit my YouTube channel if you'd like to see the full version of this podcast live.